All righty, folks. Welcome back to Behind the Buttons, our show where we discuss what goes into building the fastest growing media company, at least in upstate New York. That's two buttons deep. I'm Jack. On the show today, we've got Drew, Back Nine Bry, Taylor, Jonah on the board, and we are pushing porch pints underneath the pergola at the bunker in Clifton Park, where we've established that we are BBGs, which is? Big Bunker Guys and Gals. BBGGs. Yeah. Are you a BBG, Drew? Yes, definitely I'm a BBG. That's my most searched topic when I go on the internet, BBGs. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about that, but I think, I think a lot of people were searching the bunker because last time I mentioned it, I had some people Instagram me and say, I'm here right now at the bunker because of your podcast. They took their kids. They had a family-friendly outing here playing golf, probably sipping some Millers or maybe sipping some Sam's. But it works, right? If you if we're a BBG, you could be a BBG too. That's funny. I was at the bunker a couple months ago, and I see this guy we went to high school with, and it was it was a weird moment because I'm like, he moved to China. Like what? I, The only thing, I, we, we played tennis together. We weren't super tight, but like I've just seen him online. He like studied abroad in China and has been there for the last 10 years. And that's all I really know of him. And then I see him at the bunker and he's like, Hey Jack, I just like want to let you know, I, I listen to behind the buttons and it's like my route to home. And that's why I'm here at the bunker from China to the wow. bunker. Yeah, like Wait, who he, was was, that? he was home visiting, uh, Alex L we just played tennis together and, uh, he was, he was at the bunker. So wow. you got to come out Clifton park, Gilderland, North Greenbush and Schenectady coming soon. Love it. They love might it. open up in China, too. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, hey, they're on the path to expansion. <laughs> Yo, so that's crazy. We keep doing this here, pushing a, pushing a P. Yeah. Pushing the P. Pushing P's. Pushing pushin P. Pushing P's because we're BBGs. Oh, Drew, Ooh. can you rap? I, that's Ooh. not, I'm not trying to stereotype. <laughs> I just feel like because you taught me on this show what pushing P was not that long ago. True. We and might... then maybe you could lay a rhyme for this. All right, I'm sending two white. I think we got to cut, cut it back. <laughs> <laughs> we got to cut the we definitely, down. We might have to come out with a two buttons mixtape, you know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, like had the, we had the two buttons theme. But I'm, oh, oh my God, true. another yeah. memory here from the bunker. We <laughs> listen to the Two Buttons theme song. It was AB the Autocrat, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad. We never followed up with that. I think it's time. Do we need a theme song? <laughs> yeah, we could use a theme think, song. Uh, yeah. Why not? be nice. At least yeah. some custom music. Why not? I actually saw, um, did you check our Instagram memories today? No. So on this day, four years ago, we announced our 2BD booze cruise. The wow. very last one that we did. And we always had music on the 2BD booze cruises. We had DJs. We had, like, an adult dance party in the middle of the Hudson River. And I feel like that could be, like, manifesting a debut. Not from that guy with a big truck and a little the, BBG. The booze cruise was <laughs> my first event that I went to you guys. You like, were there? I was there at the oh booze cruise. Yeah, for, yeah. That was the first event that I went. That's so That crazy. you guys did. You, were Brian, there, like, you never went to one, did you? No, but I, I think we bring it back because that sounds like a blast. I love it. It is. Yeah. It was fun. There was like some crazy guy dancing with a dog in yep. the middle, sweating. Oh, so that was, I bet it was this one then because the last one we did was the spring of 2019. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was four years ago. Yeah, that wow. sounds about right. Crazy. I have fun. That's why we wow. have security too, by the way, just so you know. Because <laughs> from cruises. that day. Yeah, the booze cruises were when we realized we we're like, we should probably hire security. I think you had 100%. True Master. True Master was the DJ, right? We yep. had True. We had Intel Hayesfield. We had some awesome was DJs good... on the booze cruise. Yeah. And I think like what's cool about an event like that is that like, 
where are you doing that anywhere else? Like, you're not just going out on the open water with a bunch of your friends slinging beers and then not having to worry about anything else. You know, you're safe. You're taken care of. We had pizza from DeFazio's. I could see a return of the booze cruises maybe for the fall of 23. Is the Dutch apple still a thing? Or is oh, it, yeah. did it sink or something? That didn't get swept away, no. No, okay, it's okay. still there. It was yeah. Captain JP, right? Or did you go on yeah, the Yeah, the Dutch? Captain JP that's the one. That, okay. Uh, well, maybe we could elevate to the Captain JP. We talked about it, but it, I think uh, Dutch Apple's like one twenty max, and JP's like three hundred. Oh Jesus! No, so I think one twenty. Let's keep it exclusive. Mm. Okay. I like it. I like that. But uh, hope they serve up some Sam Adams on the booze cruise. Actually, we'll make it a mandatory requirement. Hundred percent. We'll probably do this show, which is brought to you by Sam Adams, the beer with the beer for every season. And uh, right now I'm sipping on a cold snap. And last time I said it kind of jumps right to their summer ale, which we thought was premature. But they just launched it today. It's out. It's out. That's the one. But there's also the hazy. But that's always. Oh, that's a forever? That's always here. Oh, okay. All right, then. All right. Yeah. Okay. Just lost my train of thought. Cold snap. Oh, seasons. I have a confession to make. I may have been wrong about the 12 seasons of Upstate New York. In its entirety? Oh. We might be. I said we're in the spring of deception, and I'm not sure if we're in actual spring or not. I'm just, that's that's I'm, what spring of deception is, though. The, the word deception is, is deceiving you. I know. Right? So, low-key, I'm pulling for another snowstorm. Because wow. then it's the spring of deception. Then it, third winter is still on the docket. And a lot of people called me out saying it was too premature to say that. We're in actual spring or post-mature, I guess. The last snowfall was the, the last snowfall. But mm. I don't know. I have been 100% to date. We've been doing this for probably two or three years. And this may be my first blip in my radar. I'm good so, on the snow, man. So you're, so you're judging it based off you think we're going to get another snowstorm. Therefore, the, the thing is all messed up. The list is all backwards now. No, I want one more snowstorm. I'm saying it so might be actual right. spring, though. Spring of deception, mud, and got it. Like you think we're in season? A, it might be actual spring right now. Yeah, but because I don't, but I don't think we had mud season yet. It was a little muddy this past weekend. I think oh. we're. It's not. It wasn't that bad though. The I, mi- the mild winter threw everything off. It's Brian, like, you sing like nursery rhymes at school. Now April showers, right? Tell them. Bring, yeah, April showers bring May flowers, but it's no showers in April. It's going to be a weird, weird year. I'm You're not you. showering in April? I'll, I'll You're shower. You're not going to shower in all of April. No Jack shower actually does April. no April showers probably. Every year? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I swear to God. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, the November and October was pretty warm. Like, it was like a late winter. So I was expecting another snowstorm. I hope there's not one. I hope we're in early spring and it keeps going because it's like 60s and high 50s all week, and I hope it stays that way. Yeah, we got to get this kid to the back nine. And this is another reason why we need a team meteorologist because that <laughs> didn't track with me. What you're saying doesn't track with me. None of you are making any weather sense at yeah. all. I want someone to come on here and break it down with us. We need a chart. We need like a like that Steve Kornacki guy with the khakis. We need someone like that, like a weatherman G, to come on and point to charts and shit and just get us all frazzled. I'm frazzled right now. I think you're definitely wrong. I mean, the Easter Bunny's coming, you know? Yeah, Not that there's we're... never been snow in Easter okay, eggs yeah. cohabitating in one spot, but I think it's over. Hmm. 
Hmm. Or we'll kick off with peaks and pits. Something significant or detrimental that happened to you over since our last show. Peaks and Pits is brought to you by Empire Wine. Empire Wine is the go-to place for any wine or liquor need in the Capital Region. They've got the best selection with the best prices. And thanks to Jonah, we know what it's like to be a box going down from the second floor. They have a little... uh, circle merry-go-round thing where when you order a big box of it it like comes down from the shipment and then circles around it's literally like a circus but for liquor there and he (laughs) taped an iphone to a box to get like a point of view angle going down from it and i think that's a perspective of empire wine you can only get on two buttons deep Conveyor belt is the word, I think. Conveyor belt. Instead of circus, but yeah. It's not a merry-go-round? Hey, it's mesmerizing. For adults that drink uh, wine and liquor, it is mesmerizing to watch the operations of Empire Wine. Yeah. And you just taped it on there, duct tape and all that? That was a cool video. Cool. Did you get in trouble for that? Okay, good. Did you ask permission for that? Wow. Okay, good. Yeah, we got to get invited back to Empire Wine. It's so good. I don't want to get anybody mad at me there because I got to be able to go back. I have to be a customer for life. So, And then next, if we play our cards right, I will go down the conveyor belt. Hopefully, if I I need to decrease in size about 75% probably for that to be uh, non-detrimental to their machinery. But Speaking of liquor, that's my pit. I got a bone to pick with the Adelphi Hotel. Oh. oh, boy. Saratoga, you ever been there? I haven't been there, but who's that uh, British guy from all the TV shows that was there that one time? Oh, Pure, Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan, mm. yeah. Yeah, he was here to do an interview. It's it's the spot in Saratoga. Right. So you should have very high expectations going to the Adelphi. And most of the expectations were met. It's when we went for the fashion show, which we'll get into, which Drew went from fifth to first place. And one of just the bougiest events we've ever been to. Would you say that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. For sure. And I go to the bar, and I order an old-fashioned, and I just get a sense that they're busy, it's an event, and something's going to go astray. But I I stuck to my guns because I already connected with the bartender, and she goes to make me an old-fashioned. I'm very particular about old-fashions. I know which ones are good. I know which ones are bad. And she just starts mixing the ingredients right into the wrong cup. Like there's a certain cup you use. You're supposed to mix it in the shaker. It's a whole art form. And she just dumps the liquor right in there. Probably the right things, but just total wrong process. And I'm watching this and I'm like, oh God. So I pay her the money, give her 20 bucks. It's 15 or whatever. She hands me the money back. And then she kept $2 for herself. She tipped herself. Really? I didn't see that. Because I felt like I was right next to you when yeah, you did that. Yeah, because she took the money. You didn't see it. Have you wow. ever heard a bartender doing that? Uh, only in Canada. They <laughs> ask you for a tip before their drink. They're like, tip, please. And you're like, can, you, can you make my... Yeah. And I thought they were supposed to be friendly. I just aggressive. like the... Yeah, I'm a big poutine guy. That's about it. I don't like their bars. That's <laughs> about <Okay>. it. Okay. <laughs> you didn't confront this woman? No, I mean, I'm not going to cause a scene. You saw me after I, I gave you the, were frazzled. I gave the cocktail a chance. I'm like, maybe she knows something that every other bartender doesn't. And it was absolute trash. So it didn't even, des- I would have given her a tip, maybe a dollar. Didn't deserve it. But the fact the bartender had the audacity to tip themselves yeah, is something wild. I've never seen before. That's some Canada stuff. Right I feel there. like yeah. that's Saratoga shit right there, though. I, I 
don't know that anybody could defend or speak to that. I mean, I just can't picture somebody pulling back your cash. Like, I feel like when you give somebody cash back, like, say you're at, like, the nail salon or even a, a restaurant or a bar, I feel like you kind of strategically, like, you know, you give them a five and some one. So, like, you encourage the tip, you know? Yeah. Like, you put it back in the yep. customer's hands, leave it to their discretion, maybe a little puppy dog eyes. So, that is the, the common courtesy, I think, to do that. But no matter how busy the event was, the fact that this lady just snuck a few and then gave you the shitty shrink on planet Earth. So what was the change given back? Was it 10, like she just gave five ones? No, I was supposed to get five back, $15 cocktail. That's red flag number one. Okay. And then, so she did the singles trick, but kept two for herself. That's savage. That is savage. That That's is literally savage. savage. And then when Jack told me this at the event, I go to the Adelphi somewhat regularly. Morrissey's is the bar and lounge in the front. And I was like, what bartender was it? And he's like, her. And I looked at her and I'm like, oh my God, I too have beef with this lady from just like a couple what? years ago. Just a very busy night in Saratoga. She was just rude. Nothing over the top. Not super knowledgeable. Like, just again, didn't really play her cards yeah. in the most like respectful or like I, I don't like when waitresses aren't upfront with you about things, about stuff that's not on the menu, closing times, whatnot. And she put us in a whole table of like guests that we were hosting in a really awkward position. So I've never trusted her since. And as soon as I saw she was working the bar that night, I was like, she's going down. I, I feel like old waiters and waitresses and bar people, they have like some type of like vendetta like like they just they're more aggressive because they're like older and working in there i don't know why i just feel like they feel more entitled i don't they like know. it the way the old-fashioned things yeah, i don't know no pun intended i mean i don't know nothing against morrissey's though this was not at morrissey's this no. was in the back event center but uh yeah. yeah, it was an event staff problem, probably. I like the the that Adelphi. I like the guy bartender. He was with. <laughs> so I go, up. I go back to the other bartender, and I'm like, I never do this too. Like I will always just stomach whatever's given to me. I, I hate complaining, but I went back up. I was like, I don't think your coworker knows how to make an old fashioned. Can you make one? And he whipped it up. One of the best ones I've had in a while. So. It all worked out in the end. Yeah. And Brian, you'll appreciate this because if you were at the event like me, I'm at the bar and I'm like, just need something quick before I go judge this contest. And I'm like, I don't know. Do I get a glass of Prosecco or whatever? And the girl looks at me and she goes, you need a Miller Lite, don't you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but I, you know how like when you go to events, there's only like three drinks you could possibly get. Right. She just bends down, like disappears Austin Power style for a second, pops back up, Miller Lite. I'm like, oh, baby. And that's, that's my type of lady. Sometimes you just n go with what you know. Yeah. That's, that's a cool. You can't fuck up a Miller Lite. That's great. That's yeah. cool. Pops it off, slides it down. Yeah, with her teeth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, what an angel. I love it. Taylor, peaks or pits? Okay, so my pit comes as a result of a post that I saw in Around Albany um, of a uh, famous deli in Albany. And it was actually the day after this event. I was having a little bit of deli envy in Saratoga. So I went to Cardona's, which is formerly Roma's. And I wanted, I was so hungry. I didn't eat till like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, boom, in and out, wait in line, no big deal. I'm two steps into Cardona's in this man, like middle-aged man, bigger guy, looks at me and he goes, with like the most genuine face, are you the botanista? I said, yeah. He goes, why don't my bad parking jobs ever make the list <laughs> and at first I kind of thought he was just like messing around and I was like oh haha ha. I said oh my god you won't believe it I said I submit them to my team as well that runs this company and mine never make the list either and 
he just wouldn't let it go. He was kind of like, yeah, but I send them in all the time. Like I, I send them on <laughs> Facebook messenger and I'm like, oh my God, he's like really upset. And I'm like, oh, no worries. I said, you know, maybe one day, like, what do I say? He's like genuinely upset. I'm like, we get hundreds of these submissions every week and I'm trying to just keep it light. I'm like, you know, they have to be like really, really bad nowadays. He literally followed me through the entire line. <laughs> To tell me that he really wants to be featured. I don't know how he would. He's like, is that not the best way to send them? So he wasn't really like thrilled with me. But then at the end of the line, now I'm getting my sub made by a guy that works there. And he's like, I know you. And his daughter went to Shen or whatever. And he goes, hey, you got a minute? I want to show you a picture on my phone. And he was a really nice guy. Actually, for a second, I was like, oh, I wonder if he's single for my mom. So he talks to me through the whole line. I'm like, pickles or olives? I'm like, both. So I'm really working him, you know, because I definitely want both, and that's an extra charge. So he's like, oh, I got to send you this picture sometime. I'm like, okay, no worries, DM it. Then he, too, leaves behind the counter and gets into line with me and is like, I got my phone. Do you got a minute? I want to show you this picture. So he goes through his phone. He can't find it. He leaves, comes back to me as I'm checking out. He goes, I thought this picture would be good for you guys to post. And it's right at the Troy exit. And it's this like yellow van. And it says like death to all pedophiles. <laughs> and I, he's like, I just thought of you guys. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm like, not for nothing. Like we might actually post that. So I don't know if he ever DM'd it. I told him to, but it was like, kind of reminded me of like that crazy, like upside down Jesus car. It was like yep. a yellow car with black duct, duct tape all over it that said death to pedophiles. Yikes. One, we've gotten that many times you, over that the years. That exact car, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The back says dead pedophiles never reoffend. Oh my God. Which, wow. but it's like barely poorly written. Oh, it's and like, the, yeah. The only thing you can really read is pedophiles. Yeah, it looks like a Driving around, <laughs> driving around this bright yellow yeah. minivan. Yeah. Problematic all over. So, well, like, the like, message is good, but it's just not. And that might be a little dark for us to post, but I'm like, you know, when we are out and about, it's like, some people recognize us from something all the time, and you never know what it's going to be. But being told that they saw a van about pedophiles and immediately thought of me and us <laughs> is just another level that the whole the whole experience. It was a peak in a pit all at once. I loved the interactions, but I'm like, damn, we gotta like we gotta add twenty carousel slides to make this parking lot fair for all. Listen, I've seen I've seen the Thought Patrol. I've seen oh, What yeah. Would Jesus Do or Jesus Loves You, but I've never seen Death Toll Pedophiles. So yeah, I seen if that. I hit that, that's that's my mark for all three wild cars and and Wow, I love region. Thought Patrol. That's a good one. I yeah, forgot about Thought Patrol was That'll be your next peak peak. Thought Patrol? Ride along with the Thought <laughs> Patrol. No, <laughs> ride along with, with the, the dead pedophile. <laughs> oh, please don't. No. All right, what's yours? Uh I've a I have a peak. All right. I have a peak. Um has to be literally on Friday night or yeah, Friday night when, or no, excuse me, Saturday when I went online, I posted a final four bet, nailed it, nailed it. Double result. Mm. I said San Diego or Florida Atlantic first half, San Diego state second half, which they hit that buzzer beater, first buzzer beater in final four history. It was incredible. And then I said, UConn is going to ride it all the way when the first half and second half and I nailed it. And everyone yep. was positive about it. They yep. said, thanks for winning me $50, brother. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. <laughs> Did like, you win? I won. I won 10 bu- or I Oh, put no. Down, I, no, I put down 10 and I won 100. All right. Oh, there right. we go. Yeah, so I felt good. good. I felt yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. Um, so that was nice. And then we got the championship on later at 930. And yeah. Sure, I'll sprinkle a little bit on there, too. So uh, Shout out UConn. 
I feel like that good mojo started here in Albany. Yeah, yeah UConn and Miami in both Miami. played double games, so it was pretty cool, actually, to kind of bring it full circle. Like, you know, because they both played twice while they were here, so they played mm-hmm. on Friday and Sunday. So, you know, as I was a little bit of a March Madness pessimist going into it, like, who who cares where did my boyfriend go for 72 hours in Albany? Um, that's a very cool way to end it is, like, you saw the best teams in the country at the end of the day, which they wouldn't normally be in. All Like, it's just a whole kind of series of events. So I do think that's pretty cool. We watched a UConn game. Yeah. Um, we didn't really pay attention to it but we we saw it we saw history potentially we paid attention to the assistant coach's father yes that's true yes that's what all a, what that matters nice bill murray baby who bill murray no we're talking about someone else no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> he threw me off there i mean i did place a bet i almost had a big big bet i bet on i just felt iowa was gonna win in the girls ncaa final and i bet on them when they were 25 down it was plus 900 so I bet 25, and I was going to win, like, upwards of 300. And they came within seven points. Oh. I was going crazy. Oh, my God. But they couldn't do it. But then they recapped the LSU story towards the end. I'm like, all right, I'm happy for LSU. I will say that's the beauty yeah. of gambling, which I know you're not really allowed to say, but we don't have a gambling partner. No, but, like, it turns you into a fan for the night. And, like, mm-hmm. watching, you know, the sport of basketball, women's, men's, whatever, like, it does kind of sweeten the deal a little bit and give you something oh, yeah. to root for. So I do like that because I wouldn't – you wouldn't normally bet, but I think you find joy in it just kind of doing the weird odds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I saw your betting girl now. I am? Yeah. What did I bet on? What did you post about betting on? Just a BG now. <laughs> betting girl. Wait, what did I post about betting on? Quick five? Take five? Oh, I do that all the time. Oh, quick, draw. Really? Quick, quick draw. draw. Quick draw. Quick draw. Oh, God. Kino, whatever you want to call it. That's like really? the white, white trash dive bar girl I'm in glad me. you said that. Um, I've it. always done that with my dad growing up. Like when we used to go to like Rusty Nail or like, and it was just a thing that me and my dad did. You know, whether we were sitting at the bar, even I was a kid at wherever. And he would just always had cash and threw no more than 20 bucks on something. And, you know, I would pick my numbers, lucky numbers, birthdays, whatever. And it was just fun. It passes the time. You get to watch the numbers. And I have never won, like, pretty much ever. Um, And then my dad and his wife now in Boston, I'll just be texting him. He's like, oh, yeah, we're just out to dinner. You know, Michelle just won 300 bucks on a quick draw. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I lose money on it consistently. And I'm not someone that likes to bet. But I think at a dive bar, there's so much other wacky shit going on around you sometimes like the one I was at yesterday, that just kind of takes the pressure off, gives you something to look at on the TV. Pretty yeah. sure I was trying to help your dad out with a number at Keith's birthday. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. see? He, yeah, you like know 23. he does it. I like 23. Yeah, he does it. It's just an old school thing because, like, who has cash on them nowadays? So, like, yeah. I, I'm always with somebody that has the cash to supply that uh, little thing. All right, one last bet before we move on. Drew's got to do his peaker pet. I know. Just want okay. a quick bet. Uh, we're recording this before Pint Madness comes to an end, but the finals are peanut butter pandemonium versus chocolate peanut butter cup. Who do you got? Peanut butter pandemonium versus chocolate peanut butter cup? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's crazy that the <laughs> peanut butter stuff made it to the top. I guess I would have to go with the pandemonium for me. You know, I saw Tom Nardachi say peanut butter pandemonium's taking it this year, and uh, I just kind of felt it from that point on. Um, so I think honestly, just because it has a cooler name, it's going to win, but chocolate peanut butter cup is a repeat in the finals. Pandemonium got cut out in the final four last year. Yeah. There's something about the hard peanut butter cups I love. Mm -hmm. And you know, like if you grab, you know, you get one, get one, you let melt. Boom. I don't know. That sounds weird, but like, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. 
So you're going chocolate peanut, peanut butter cup. Chocolate peanut butter cup. But I am pissed off because it was an underdog. Bark in the dark. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you haven't given that a shot yet, you're you're missing out. You're missing out. I haven't tried that one yet, no. I'm going peanut butter pandemonium. It's an old school favorite. And I think, like, when I see people from out of town post that they're home for the weekend or in for Christmas or whatever, they're always getting peanut butter pandemonium from Stewart's. It just has that, like, nostalgic, can't get it anywhere else feeling. And I don't know for sure, but I feel like that's who I thought was going to win last year's. This year I said mint cookie crumble just to mix it up. But, yeah, PB pandemonium to me is the top tier Stewart's hometown flavor. PBB. What do you think, PBB? Because yeah. of Tom's thing? Okay. Yeah, Pandemonium. Right. Cooler right. name. Uh, what is Pandemonium? A- like mayhem? Like madness? <laughs> pandemonium. Or is it not a word? Can you Google that? Pandemonium? No, it's like definitely it's, a word. It's definitely it's made up. Kind of sounds like in between like an element on the periodic table, like something like that, or total madness, chaos. Yeah. Wild uproar. uproar. It'll be an uproar. uproar. Wild or noisy uproar. Peanut butter uproar. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't have the same ring to it. No, pandemonium is the perfect yeah. word. Wow. You learn something new every day. That's All right, fact. Drew. Beaker pit. Um, this week is a peak for me, being that everyone around me has been killing it, killing it lately. Two buttons and, and my squad, too, so... Recently, one of the guys that I sponsor, I want to give a shout-out to him, Arsenio. He got me into a shop down where he lives, so we're slowly growing. The brand's slowly growing, and I just want to big up everybody that's on my team, even on Two Buttons' team. Everybody's just killing it, so it's just been a lot of peaks. With all the negativity happening, it's, it's been a lot of positive stuff, and it's just been nothing but peaks, so uh, I'm happy. And you took home the trophy at the fashion show. Yes, took home the trophy. We tuck. owe you the gold chrome, no, the gold camo. Gold camo tux. Tux, whenever you want to wear it, we'll get it from Mr. Formal. All right. I don't know when, but hopefully Maybe Derby so. Day. Ooh. Derby Day's in May? Yeah, in May, yeah. yeah. That could be fun. That'd be super overdressed, but or I love Tulip that Fest. Or Tulip Fest. <laughs> Tulip Fest. <laughs> Tulip Fest. We'd have to get you on stage like presenting something with the mayor or whatever. I don't know. That would be pretty funny. The Tulip Queen. Oh. Present the Tulip Queen. Right. I Drew think they're runs under for 18, tulip queen. so I don't know. <laughs> hey. Hey. We'll see. I don't know. Hey. We will see. Run for Tulip Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Just start taking everybody's trophies, man. Speaking of Washington Park, we do have an idea for you. Uh, or it could go to anybody. But we have to do something with a twisted T blow up jet ski. Okay. <laughs> I have an idea. What's your idea? Well, it's a jet ski. You said Washington Park. They got the water there. Yeah. So All right. we, so we You're one foot in the water already. I like it. This is this is a very odd idea. I don't know how we came to it, but Joan and I brought it up. So it's it's a challenge. Um and we could put some money on it. Cause oh, Jonah brought up the fact people fish in Washington Park. Mm-hmm. Which just it's a, You know I'm white trash too because I've done that. In Washington, oh, yeah. me and Keith used to do it all the time. Oh my lord! Legendary. Yeah, all right, absolutely. Yeah, Buckingham was, Pond and Washington Buckingham Park. Pond. That's 100%. a spot. You can't Buckingham, shit on Buckingham Pond. Pond. I can see. Washington Park's kind of right. nice. So yeah. the bet is hundred bucks if you can fish from the jet ski, catch a fish, and then cook it. All right. Well, I don't know about that's, that's a lot. I don't think we can cook but it. But that was his lot. point. He said Pretty people. Sure he said people eat the fish. We need proof, though. No, yeah, I, I spend a lot of time walking around the city, and I've talked to the people that fish in Washington Park. They have buckets. They have those, like, five-gallon Home Depot buckets, 
and they fill it with water, they catch a fish, they put the fish in the bucket. And I'm, I'm so confused. Do you know what kind of fish they're catching in there? Yeah, like little bass. Little bass. And I kid you not, they were explaining how they take them home and how they cook them, and they eat them. Now, I think making Drew cook and eat a fish might be taking it a little too far. But at least I, I think catching a fish on the inflatable jet ski would be top-notch. All right, if you can catch a fish from there, because it will be a game of balance. will be a game of legality, getting out there. And uh, you'll be under a lot of pressure, a lot of eyeballs on you in Wash during Tulip Fest. Has to oh God, <laughs> that's kind of one of those things where it's like, uh, what else were we trying to? Oh, when we were trying to go to Waterside World during the parade, we're like, hey, everybody should be really distracted. All of the city's like law enforcement resources should be tied up over there. So like maybe no one will say. Psych. They so, do have Twisted Tea, uh, like, swimwear online, too. I'd have to oh, place an order for that, too, yeah. before we do okay. that. They have a sick, like, uh, straw hat. You got to get that, too. Okay. And you got to drink some Twisted Tea, because that's a Twisted thing to do. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. We do our most uh, epic things with Twisted Tea. That's literally the brand. That yeah. is what it's all about. We fucking live it. Yeah. Brian, you got it. I feel like you could be a Twisted Tea guy. I'm a, you want to know what? I am a <laughs> Twisted Tea guy. Yeah. I'm a TTG. <laughs> TTG and BBGs. I wonder if they sell it here. Yeah, you got it. You got to get into some twisted uh, stuff this summer. I am the Twisted Tea Olympics champion. That's true. That's true. I guess you have. But no, I'm still down. Still down. Well, speaking of getting twisted, history was made this weekend after the Capital Region opened up their first weed dispensary. Which almost got us kicked off TikTok for posting about drugs and controlled substances. We, we have so many marks on TikTok from the most simple things. I have never posted anything out of line there. And it's, I don't, I mean, I, how is it the most popular platform with the most restricted content? <laughs> I don't know. But it opened up, we went, and uh, it was a interesting, interesting experience. Very interesting. I, I finally realized that I'm not much of a weed head as what I thought I was. Like, uh, I like to just smoke. And uh, I think the weed culture very loves weed a lot, a lot, can name the strands, all that. And also, I learned that I smoke very shitty weed, and (laughs) that's probably why I just roll up constantly, because I just smoke shitty weed. I tried some of the samples from the Lark Hall shit, and that's probably why they banned you off TikTok, man. That shit is drugs, bro. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) like the actual real weed. Is is drugs. So I'm gonna stick to my shitty uh bullshit weed that I could just roll up and just smoke, you know? And that's that. So yeah, it was very interesting meeting all the people. Uh, Adirondack Hemp Co. is is supplying that upstate canico with flour. So Well he gave us a we got there, the line first off. Our original idea was to camp out to be the first people, just so Drew could say he was the first person there. But then they did a soft opening the day before, and then it was raining. So I'm like, let's just show up. The crowd's part of the story. And people were there like three hours early, and we were not that far in line. We were probably one block away, but we waited after it opened at least 45 minutes, and we moved four steps maybe like it just was not a quick operation whatsoever um but adirondack hempco did came out they gave us a little sample and then after 45 minutes we're like we got it let's go 
I don't think it's quick on the first day because everyone's just like mesmerized, like, oh my gosh, like we're here, like we made it. What's this? What's yeah. that? Yeah, like it's though. like a yeah. whole process for them. So that's probably why I feel like it, it like dies down after. I mean, it's not gonna die down. I mean, it's gonna yeah weeds blown up, but like. Once you go in there, like, it's just in and out after, you know, you've been there a couple times. For so. sure, for sure. It's going to be big for, like, the people that don't want to buy weed off the street, the old people, you know. You it, said that on record. You got interviewed for the paper. For, yep, yep. And that's what I think it's going to be good for. There's going to be people that don't really have a car, that can't drive to Massachusetts. And, like I said, they feel sketchy buying weed off the block or something. So, I think it's going to be good. You know, I, I'm just going to go there once they get, like, low dosage weed. I, you know, I'm going to get up there eventually. But I'm going to stick to my shitty weed. So, yeah. That's where we're at. How did it, um, how did the first one end up being in Schenectady? Is this the first in the state or just the first in the capital region? First in the capital region. One of the first in the state. There's only, like, a handful of others. Um, don't know. I know they're favoring black-owned companies first. And this guy has a crazy story. He's he was originally had a head shop in Scotia, and at some point in 2013, the local cops tried to plant cocaine in his in his uh, like while they were talking to him. They planted cocaine in his store, and he was about to go to prison. And thank God they had security footage. Literally shows the the officer taking yeah. it out of his crack, putting it down. And now he's in prison. Yeah. No fucking way. So this way. dude has been through really? the fucking ringer. For yeah. sure, yep. Won oh like $5 million dollars from the... Yeah, Scotia was down bad after that. They lost like a $5 million lawsuit or something. Wow, wow, Was it Coke wow. or was it crack? I heard crack. it was crack. Crack. Yeah, yeah I heard it. Yeah. Oh, my What's God. Crack a, out of his crack. I mean... So I don't know if this was an apology that uh, he got this favor or if he's just got the luck of the draw, but hell of a story. And, wow. uh Yeah. I mean, I'm... That happens so often, but the cops usually don't ever get caught. So, like, it's it's good to see that he finally got caught. That should happen so often. That's what, that's what the article said. It said the only thing he said at the hearing was, how many other lives have you ruined doing this? Oh, my God. What a yeah. what a jerk. That's a yeah. mean thing to do. Did wow. you see that the owner of Bumpy's is going to prison for nine months? For what he did? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, this place, this old ice cream place. Wasn't it in that area? Scotia, Rotterdam, yeah. Schenectady Wasn't area? Wasn't he just being racist? Schenectady? Yeah. You can go to jail for being I think he pulled a weapon. Yeah, he had like a BB gun or shotgun or something on, on an ex-employees. I don't want to mess it up. But yeah, you got nine months in prison, so. Wow. In prison or yeah, jail? Yeah, we posted about that, right? Bumpies? Yeah, yeah he, went, he went crazy. These people be it's having rocky bumpy road. rides. So he's nine months <laughs> in in Albany County. I got. I don't know. Just it actually just prison. Kind of broke prison is anything here. a year up. Anything under a year is jail. Is county. All right. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Good to know. Thanks, Drew. Yeah, the weed thing, as everybody oh knows, I don't have the best experiences with weed, so I'm not uh, not going to be a customer. But I am glad, like you said, like how people know so much. It kind of is like the counter to like the craft beer enthusiasts that are like, oh, my God, this hazy IPA with notes of floral etiquette and whatever. Like, it's just that whole other world of people that can kind of be like all right, now I got my thing. You got your thing. Mm -hmm. For sure. I, and honestly, that's what was always kind of corny about me with the weed shit growing up. They would always try to sell me crazy names and all this. Oh. I was never <laughs> the one that cared about the names. Yo, I, got I just sour honestly cush. cared about how much it was. Like, was it expensive or was it cheap? I don't but care. But is your shitty weed, like, are you not getting that high? Is that what you're trying to say? That's why you're smoking all the time? I just, I just realized that, yeah, I get high a little bit, but... 
when so I why smoked, are you smoking for like vibe? When I sm- when I smoked the actual really good weed, I was like, this isn't fun to be this high. It just no. it, it felt like middle school. It felt like I was a little kid again. Like I was like, I just smoked just to like. It's like a social thing. It's like a not even I smoke dolo, but like <laughs> it's it's like smoking cigarettes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even that's get. What I, mean. I don't even. Yeah, it's a cigarette for me now. Is what I realized smoking this really good weed. You know, and. It has its time and purpose. I'm not like negating really good weed, but it's nah, just not. It's that's just strong. not. It's not my style. Like it's not fun, and then pe- that's where people are going to get introduced to it on, and it's terrible. Like you, you'll just spend like two hours sucked into a couch and be like, "What just happened?" Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be a Karen towards the weed world, but yeah, that's just not the super strong weed is definitely not my style. I'm glad we didn't camp out, though, because I'm like, I do love weed, but not like that much. So that worked out. That you should have camped at Crumble Cookies. That's probably more up Jersey Alley at this Nocturnal point. Nocturnal Cookies is what I'll <laughs> camp out. Nocturnal <laughs> Should have gone weed shop to Crumble Cookies. Yes, exactly. Also had a line around the door. No oh. edibles, too. I can't do edibles now. But, yeah, that's the weed experience. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of smoke, the finale, or we got a little update on the big old story of the former Don't Start School, massive building in Albany, 150 plus years, burned to the ground. We made some videos on it. it was our most viewed reel of all time. People were interested. And now the police said someone did it. Someone started the fire, and they're putting out a $10,000. Yep. $10,000 for any information leading to an arrest. Yeah, I've been talking to a lot of the crackheads on my street, so I'm seeing if one of them is down to, you know, split it with me. We can be like, bro, like, this has got it. Because, hey, that's a nice little hefty price right there. That's, you know? that's a lot of money. So somebody's going to just start turning people in, I feel like. A lot of conspiracies in our comments. Like so, what? Oh, go ahead, Brian. I was going to say, when, when you guys first posted about it, right, the, the first I get tagged in a comment. Random guy doesn't even follow me, which I was pissed about, right? He just goes, I bet it was back nine bride. <laughs> what? And I'm, there like, we what go. F- I'm like, come on, man. Like no my family, like my sibling, my brother was there, my uncles were there. They were putting out that damn fire. I would never Here's uh, what I'm saying though. Right. You where where was the fire? Where Close you? to Bethlehem. <laughs> where does Brian live? Close to Bethlehem. Yeah, but that's a beautiful building, and I used to go there all the time with my great aunt. Oh, so you went there a lot. When I was was a kid, man. Come on. When I was a kid, when it was still open. You better work on your alibi ASAP. You got some enemies out there. Yeah, that was wild. That was a wild comment. I can't um, believe someone would do that to you. Yeah. (laughs) So random. Yeah. And he doesn't follow you either. No, no. I was like, who's this guy? (laughs) Who's this guy? He had pictures of cars. I'm like, all right, well... And then the best was when we posted the reward, some guy goes, it was me. And then someone goes, uh, shit, I wouldn't say on the internet for 500, Alex. (laughs) I just started, I lost it. I love the comment section for that type of thing. Yeah. Do they think it was like a squatter situation though? Like that's probably what I would think is that. Because I think in the thing it said, you know, whether they started it on purpose or if it was an accident. So do you get to be like, I didn't mean to. I was just rolling my shitty weed in there. And a fire happened. <laughs> yeah. What is you, that noise? Do you go to jail? It's a... Uh, Rogue shopping cart? Joanne's. No, it's, it's it's Drew's favorite shop, closing up shop. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Joanne's gotcha, gotcha. Fabrics. We're here at the bunker next to Joanne's, and we're meeting outside, and Drew comes in from the parking lot and just beelines straight to Joanne's. 
I love Joanne's. <laughs> the waiter was hanging out here with us, and he was like waiting for you to get your order. He's like, is he going to Joanne's? I'm like, yeah, he's a big fabric guy. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, next part of the story is a lot of people are kind of putting their thinking caps on and saying, you know, this happened. We can mourn all we want, but in terms of preserving Albany's history, like what should we do next and what's the next building we should focus on? Obviously, Central Warehouse is a big issue, and uh, that's been all over our page for years. Similar boat, but something that I think people have tuned in on, and I want your guys' ideas, is St. Joseph's Church, which is in the Tenbrook area near Jonah. Um, It's vacant right now. It's beautiful. It's huge. It's well-built, has a huge lawn in a place where I don't think there's any other lawns. And uh, a lot of people are saying, like, let's focus on that so this same thing does not happen. So uh, what could we? What the hell could go there, Jonah? I have a list. Ooh. Let's run through a list. So, right. yeah, it. I mean, so, you know, St. Joseph's Church actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was built by the same architect that built the chapel. Mm-hmm. At Kenwood. So there's a, a direct correlation between the two. Okay. You know, St. Joe's is a prominent figure of, of downtown Albany's, you know, famous skyline. And um, I've had the pleasure of touring it a number of times, and it's a beautiful building. Uh, there's a lot of potential there. But before I read my list, I want to hear some of your crazy ideas. Like, Taylor, what are you doing with this big abandoned church? Oh, God. Okay, so I have a legitimate suggestion, but I also have kind of a devil's advocate take that is not going to be a popular opinion, but I think it's true, and there's some other local examples that we can learn from. So, A, I, I found out about this building because of Jeff Buell's post, right? So he was basically, you know, he's another real estate developer basically saying, like, this is just too big of an undertaking for me at this point in my career, and, you know, maybe someone with the right heart and really, more importantly, the right wallet could do something with this building. But, you know, a church is such a particular design style and look and feel that... I've been in like converted churches. There's one in Cohoes that they made into a wedding venue at one point. And then uh, in Troy, remember we went to one Jack years ago where they were trying to make it like a maker space. And you walk in and you just go, this ain't it. Like it just has that weird vibe. You can't shake your like childhood memories of the pews and the history of churches. And like, it's just a lot for somebody to like put their brain aside and like focus on what it could be because they can never really nail like keeping the authenticity in the history, but bringing something modern and authentic. Like I just, I kind of feel like unfortunately, like the churches just cannot be as easily repurposed as like you know, the old Macy's or Lord and Taylor space in the mall that could easily be reimagined for retail. So part of me is kind of like, I hate to say it, but like, unless you want to make it some like museum or relic or just preserve it for, for open business hours to just walk in and marvel at it. Like, I really don't know what a modern solution would be that keeps the authenticity and doesn't feel creepy and mismatched. Um, That venue place closed, the church never worked out. So I just think it is kind of truly too big of an undertaking. The only thing I could think of that I would like is some sort of like permanent, like flea market type of thing, like taking like the half moon market that used to be in Washington park in that building or um, the vintage roundup and stuff like that. And kind of just having a home for, like a year round, like flea market, like whoever shows like you're chilling with your stuff, like something like that. But unfortunately I just feel like that, that style is just beyond us. And the church is fucking weird at the end of the day. True. Brian. So I got, I got two ideas. My dream 
I was doing some research would be oh boy I <laughs> this would be pretty cool but I think we have enough around but I was doing some research and um, this church was taking over in was taken over in Pittsburgh and it's called St. John the Baptist Brew Pub <laughs> and turns into a whole and, and it was turned into a brew pub and it looks gorgeous that's yeah. cool and it would yeah and it would be cool we don't have anything like that around here um, so like I was like you want to know what you'd go down to the palace to go see a show McGeer's would have some competition over there but there's you got the bishop over there Don you got a lot of spots but if I'm being if I'm being real I think something nice for that community would be like like I know it looks like a church, but maybe like an after school like program or like an indoor playground for kids that might not have that area outside. Lame. Yeah, That's so, creepy. So, uh, no, well, <laughs> no, 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 it's not lame. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking for the kids. Like, 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 think about it. Those kids, where are they going to go in the winter? Right? They can walk. They'll be, I, I don't know. True. Yeah, no. So, so that kind of plays into one of my ideas here a little broader, uh, a space for everybody. A capital district YMCA. Ooh. You know, maybe it's mm. got a running track. Maybe it's basketball courts with a fitness how center. How big is this church? It's how about, big. How about it's just big. a big pool? Like the whole just one lane. So this is another idea <laughs> I had. Like a pool, like a wellness spa with hot tubs and Ooh. saunas and, and Creepy baths. but cool. Creepy but I cool. I mean, you've traveled throughout Europe. You know, they have plenty of, of those yeah. public baths uh, available to the public. But a yeah. YMCA, I think, would be pretty cool. I, I can't wait to hear your idea. All right. I'm, I'm ready for Yo, it's here. it. Is Fire it a off. new bunker location? Yeah, the <laughs> fifth bunker. Um, no, I did think of the vintage roundup year-round. think that could be cool. Uh, not the vintage roundup, the Al- Albany Artifacts Sale. Uh, yeah, But that's, cool. I think, the, the intrigue to both of those is that, mm-hmm. you know, they're so sparse. Uh, I'm going to piggyback off Brian's idea. Brew pub, not any brew pub. We move the Albany pump station to there because the Albany pump station Mm-mm-mm. does not fill those bones of that building the way that it should. Not in my neighborhood. No way. Why not? I have a bone to pick with pump station. I mean, come on. What is it? It's not great. Exactly. But it's in a great building and it, it could do well in the church. I think a big reason it doesn't do well is it has no outdoor seating really until very recently, but it's still not real. But if they had that whole yard for games and, you know, sprawling picnic tables and stuff, I think, they could develop because that there's no reason that shouldn't be bigger than Druthers. Like it's an awesome brand, but that building needs to be one of Albany's coolest gems. And right now it's not. So they should move the pump station to the church and start fresh in that historic pump station building. And what do you do with the historic pump station? Right no, now? that's not up for debate right <laughs> now. Two BDHQ and the fifth yeah, so There we go. So maybe maybe <laughs> about a decade ago, a brewery or pub was pitched. Uh, they were pretty far along at St. Joseph's, but the neighborhood rejected it. So, um, Lame. you know, that's about a decade ago. I, I want to know where, where my neighborhood is at now. Yeah. Um, we're going to hopefully find out. But, you know, how cool would a skate park be in St. Joe's? Big bowls, Half pipes. You see them in Europe. These We've already done churches. that one. Aren't they building one right now in Albany? Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah. 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 Thanks to this very segment right <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, We exactly. did a what the hell should go yeah, here. Yeah, we got to reinvent. In other countries, every, like 99% of all the abandoned churches are turned into skate parks. So that's, I've seen that happen a lot. That would be yeah. very, I guess you could utilize the outdoor space that too. Would just but, look, um, it just, it's just going to cost millions of dollars to rehab this building, and then a skate park isn't going to make enough to, you and know. It's not going to be the whole community, but mm-hmm. you guys see what I'm saying with the church thing, though. Yeah. Like, it just, it's just, I get they're beautiful, but, like, why can't it just be a church again? 
Like, isn't that the easiest concept? Like, when you think about all the historic churches in Europe that people, like, pay money to go see and go gift shopping and, like, you know, still pray or look at mummies and shit, like, you know... It should probably just be a church. Wow. Didn't even, didn't even think yeah. of that. Like, I really, I think we just solved it. Let's call up Grace Fellowship. They have, like, little mini coffee shops in there, state-of-the-art recording studios. Like, sure. churches are churches. Like, let's make it a church. Not a wedding venue. Not a little kitschy thing. Let's bring the church back. Well, let's make it a, what about a, chick, a Chick-fil-A? Wedding venue would be great. <laughs> kind of like a church. Sure, you know? I would love They're that. about the equivalent, right? Yeah, people want to get married there. Only certain kinds of people. Yeah, very certain kind of demographic, but uh, I'm sure they'd mingle well. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's most people getting married in a church, too, so. True that, true that, true that. Yeah. Do we have any good April Fool's jokes you guys saw? Or any terrible ones? N- you know, nothing crazy, but one that did get me for a little bit and got uh, uh, this guy, Jersey Jerry, from Barstool. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers posted, we have just signed... Uh, Calvin Broadus Jr. to a contract. And I'm looking at the picture, and I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And, like, he shared it. He goes, looks like we just got this guy off the street. And I'm like, did they really sign this guy? He's in, like, baggy sweats. He's in, like, a bucket hat. And and I was like, that looks like Snoop Dogg. And I sent it to my friend, and he goes, yo, isn't that Snoop Dogg? And I go, fuck, it's April Fool's. I go, they got me. Oh, my God. They got me. And they got this Pittsburgh Steelers fan. They posted, the Steelers posted that they signed Snoop Dogg. Wow. And they got me on Twitter pretty, pretty good. I can't lie. So that one was pretty good. That's funny. Yeah. That's very funny. I think I'm with you, Jack, now. I was kind of team, like, let's pull one together. But I was not really on social media on Saturday, but I just was a high alert. And all the local ones I saw were just excruciatingly bad. You know, Andrew Joyce, the politician, was like, he just threw in like 10 jokes at once. We're tearing down 787. Evan Bloom's going to do it. He named some restaurant or so. He had a couple, what did he say? Ted's Fish Fry. I'm like, this is just too much. We know our Joe Bonilla is always up to some shit. Uh, Stewart's with the free air. I guess that was the only one that I was, wasn't mad at. <laughs> so they were going to sell free air and you could ship it to your house. That's pretty good. Which they do, technically. I mean, scientifically speaking. Yeah, physics. My favorite thing about April Fool's was Jack got fooled pretty bad. I did. You did? Very bad. I I was a pessimist the whole day. I'm just like, because it's all about how you approach it. Like, it's some happy to announce. Nope. Scroll. Oh, yeah. I saw you. Introducing. Nope. Scroll. And I saw one. You just have to commit. Like, you have to commit just like Harding Wazadi does with their billboards. And I like that they do it a week ahead of time. Yeah. Like, leading up to it, then on April Fool's, they announce it. Uh, only one that got me, and it got me mad at first, was Upstate of Mind, Compass Clothing. We did a collab with them with Pup State. They released uh, a new merch, and it was a Stewart's logo, but it said Upstate of Mind. And it just looked so cheesy. It was like two lines, and like you could tell it was Stewart's. And I think I felt the way anyone who was actually mad at us about the River Rats felt. Like, I, I felt insulted for Stortz that they would do this to them. And I'm like, we're at Jumping Jacks. I'm like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. And oh we're my like, God. Go, we're passing it around. I'm like, why would they do this? Like, <gasps> I like this company. And I'm like, they just went from here to here. And then finally someone comments, and they're like, wait, I, I'm on your website, and I don't see it. And they respond, and they're like, April Fools. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> 
Oh yeah, my god! They got them. They got me. I love that you got got, Mister yeah. Social Media on yeah. high alert all yeah. weekend. The only other one that you guys will uh, connect with is uh, it had to be April Fool's joke. Unfortunately, Michael Halsey, who listens to this show, if he's listening, he's in between careers right now, and uh, he just left his job at the spot, and he posted on Saturday. I've uh, accepted a position with Rolling Stone magazine. And I just hate when you get people like fake hyping you because all these people are like well-deserved, like incredible. They're lucky to have you like best of luck in this next adventure. And like, I mean, he's an incredible writer. He's got a great heart. I mean, it's not that far fetched, but like, it's not that far fetched. People probably thought he was real and I can only imagine you wouldn't announce that on April 1st. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, Michael, Michael. Don't set the bar higher than you can reach. Yep. Yeah, he got, I know he's a great guy, but I'm like, I don't know if he's, maybe he's turning it into a manifesting situation, but. Then you got to tell everybody, nah, I didn't get it, nah, I didn't get it. Why are you doing that to yourself? I guess I got got too, though, because it's been however many years since Joe initially announced that he was launching a coffee brand, and here we are, and Joe Benice still has a coffee brand. We still don't know if it's a joke or not. I'm not sold that it's not, but they're they're <laughs> real in the world. So that was the original. That was like a 2020 for me. I do have nice. one good joke up our sleeve, which we talked about doing. But I think if we do it, we're not going to do it on April Fool's. We're yeah, going to launch it ahead it. of time, and then we'll announce it. But uh, with a very prolific person of the Capital Region. So I guess you just have to stay tuned for future years. It'll be pure pandemonium. <laughs> Absolute pandemonium. <laughs> <Uproar>. <laughs> Uh, last up, a peek into the week. What's coming up is brought to you by Melio. If you think you're going to need some food brought to you, or if you just like saving a little money, order through Melio. It's a local food delivery service that gives you cash back on every single order. And they pretty much have every single restaurant you could ever want, including Gershon's. I finally went. Uh, you're pronouncing it weird, but. Gershon's? Gershon's. Gershon's. I would call it Gershon's. Gershon's. He's not Gershon's. from like the Caribbean. What? Gershon's. I say Gershon's. Gershon's. Sean's. Gershon's. Gershon's. How do you say it? Gershon's. Gershon's. Yeah, there Gershon's. you go. Gershon's. He also Gershon's. said Don Stort, which I'm like, here we go. Don Stort. I, well, I, I would have said Dwayne if I didn't know if, <laughs> if Jonah didn't Stewart. do the voiceover. Dwayne, oh, he sent the voiceover. I'm like, are you sure it's not Dwayne? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dwayne? Gershon's. It sounds like you're Gershon's. really. I'm, okay, I don't get why you're saying Gar- it. Gershon's. Gershon's Deli. Gershon's. 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 Yeah. I, you literally Gershon. sound like you're Sean Kingston, like you're Caribbean. <laughs> Gershon. Sean. Gershon. Come do a Gershon. Get the matzo ball. I hope you liked it. Yeah, oh. matzo ball. So come on. Uh, did I like it? Jonah said top 10 meals of his life. Why are you guys doing all this shit without me? You went to fucking Jumpin' Jacks. You went to the weed thing. Did you well, want to wait in the weed line for over an hour in it the It was rain? on the same day? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we left the weed. So we leave the <laughs> weed line, walk directly across the Gershon's. Damn it. And uh, literally the waitress comes out. She's like, were you guys at the store across the street? <laughs> we were like, we were, but no. We're not high, so yeah. don't worry. Sorry. We'll impact our order. But yeah, top 10 uh, meal of his, of our, of his really? life. What'd you guys get? I got grilled cheese and wow. matzo ball soup. Yeah, and like they had the bagel basic. chips. Very simple. I've had a lot of grilled cheese in my life. I had yep. a lot of matzo ball. I almost texted my mom. And I'm like, oh my God, mom. I just had the best matzo ball soup of oh, my dear, life. Yeah, you and she's not. a Jewish mother. So yeah, I, I'm, glad I didn't, I'm glad I, I said it was fantastic. It was really, really good. But it does not hold a candle to yours. Wow. Uh, no, but yeah. I mean, I used to feel at home <laughs> in that place. The history, the service. 
everything you know is just like cooked with love. And, uh, you know, if you have the opportunity to visit Gershon's, I definitely. Now you just oh, said it. Thank oh, you. It is Gershon's. No, it's Gershon's. It's Gershon's. Gershon's Deli. It's Gershon's. I don't, I don't get it. It's just very clear what it is, but I, I don't know if I'm wrong, but I'm definitely right. Gershon's. Think, I'm a BGG. Gershon's. Gershon's. Big Gershon's girl. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can order Gershon's through Melio. Or just pick it up. Or Get Gershon's. the matzo ball soup. It is so freaking good. Anyways, uh, peek into the week. One big thing coming up, Taylor, is the end of your 90-day dry spell. I am absolutely ecstatic that I've made it this far. 90 days without a Hoffman car wash. Got in a car accident. When I got the car returned to me, all was well in the world, except for they dropped a huge bomb and said you can't get your car wash for 90 days because it will ruin the paint. And I'm kind of a rule breaker. I don't really care about stuff like that. And I am so attached to my Hoffman membership that when they told me, I was kind of like, I might as well just go crash and total this car again because I don't know how I could wait 90 days without getting a car wash. It's so important, especially in the fucking winter. And I abide it. I've only done touch-free, which is far and few between. So we're trying to come up with like an over-the-top way for me to be back, baby. You know the opening scene in Austin Powers where it's like a flash mob and they're like dancing? <laughs> like that music? I could see myself like doing that with Barb with the Austin Powers music. Just right through the car wash. Yeah, I'll get wrecked and probably, you know, get my head cut off. But yeah, I'm, I'm so thrilled. This is huge for me. Wow. 90 days, no cleaning the whip. Dry spa. Have you ever done anything dry for 90 days? No, I'm exactly. pretty. I'm pretty in there, yeah. No, not November, you know. When not, it's sober January. Like, it's tough. It's tough out there restraining from the things that you love. It yeah. is. No shower April. No shower April. No shower April, April, no showers. Yeah. That's what you're calling it. April, no showers. <laughs> yeah, Are you so vacuuming get... the inside at least? Oh, uh, I have gotten one inside okay. clean. But, yeah, I'm going to get absolutely drenched is that on another Thursday. Shot? Is that another shot? <laughs> is that coming back from last episode? Yeah, I'm trying to rehash that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I know it smells. In your car? Yeah. What? It is the now four-month-old Stewart's buttered roll I have. Oh, no. No. (laughs) That stuff stays good for decades. You've had a Stewart's buttered roll in your car for four months? Yeah, he gave me one for my birthday, and I still have it. At first, it was just a reserve, but now it's just a science experiment. A reserve? Yeah. For how long? It was a week, maybe, but now it's just a science experiment. Like, you know, the Big Mac... Like meme you saw growing up where they showed how it aged over time. Oh That's what I'm going to do with a Stewart's butter roll and just give updates as, as time goes on. But he leaves it in his car, though, so it's just... So that might be what stinks. Oh, okay, okay. Well, now that the weather's turning, I would say it's probably more likely. Cause it's like the butter, Like, when the butter's cold, it's probably ain't shit. But, I mean, this goes back to when I met Jack. He, We had our lockers near each other in sixth grade, and Jack was basically my height at the time. And, you know, your locker has, like, the like the shelf above the coat rack. And I don't know how many months went by, but people were complaining that the hallway smelled like absolute shit. Like it smelled disgusting. And there was really no source to it. No insects, no nothing, like nothing spilled, whatever. And eventually, I don't, you might know better than me, they found uh, Dunkin' Donuts Dunkachino in the back of Jack's locker that had been there for an entire season. It was a Chamberlain Farms. That was me bleeping it out. Okay. It was a Cumbies hot chocolate that I got. Put the rest of it up there. I was too short to see it. Three months went by, and then I stuffed something more up there like a book, and it fell over. And it went down the back of the locker into everyone else's locker through the, like, underneath every crevice a locker has to offer. 
there was three month old hot chocolate. And you didn't clean it up at all. I know you too. You probably <laughs> oh no, it was. He beyond, didn't grab no paper towel. He just <laughs> left it. It was you beyond know? my control. It was all like behind the lockers. Like I, you couldn't even access it, but you could smell it. The entire hallway yep. stunk to the point where they extended homeroom. They called me out, Mister Van Gelder. I'm going to call oh! him out. He called me out on the on the loudspeaker. He said <gasps> Jack Carpenter made a mess or something like that. Yo, that's fine. And blamed it on me. And yeah. our entire sixth grade hallway could not Creamy, go out. Creamy, spoiled Listen. milk. Hot chocolate. You're Chat. you're a kid. That's a bad mistake. But for an adult to call you out, uh, dude, that is traumatizing. Yeah, nah, that is that brutal. He was the principal nah, too. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> that's you, what you gotta I, do. I, I had a, he liked it, so I think he was busting my balls. But I may have cried. But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Jack's that's always tough, been though. stinky. I love to hear the story. <laughs> April no showers. That's yeah. the title of this episode. I love it. We got to go back to the high school and see if it still stinks, man. Go on oh, we definitely school. left Let's some go. memories there. Oh, we There's no had, doubt about one it. One of our teachers showed up to the, Taylor's last live show. We yeah. should have asked her. 100%. She's still wow. roaming those halls. <laughs> Does it still, still stink? Good those shit. Halls. Good shit. Love it. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to Behind the Buttons, live from the bunker in Clifton Park. We appreciate you guys, and we will see you on the internet.